cue super cool intro in five, four. What's up, advocates, and welcome back to another wonderful show. Happy Monday today. Hope you had a great weekend and everything went okay and you spent some time with your family and uh, you enjoyed it, got away from work a little bit. Uh, like I always say, enjoy your family, enjoy your free time, and as a public adjuster, you can. Today, we'll get straight into it. I'm going to talk about the four steps to the life of a claim. It's pretty simple. It doesn't really change much. Every single claim is kind of exactly the same. As different as every claim is, they're kind of the same also. And they're basically broken down into four simple steps. So we'll get right into it. Step number one is the filing of the claim. Uh, you file the claim. You go in, you assess the loss as a public adjuster, and you have to try to see if whether the, if there is a, one second, silent on my phone, okay. Step one is you file the claim, you walk into the house and you assess if there's a loss or not. And by telling you there's a loss or not, obviously there's a loss. If not, you would not have been called upon to take a look at it. But I said it before in some of my videos, about 50% of the houses that I walk into, I walk out of without having signed the claim because frankly, it just wasn't worth it. So for example, if it's a roof leak and uh, there has been no wind and there has been no hurricanes or, or, or strong wind events, excuse me, well then, and there's only one leak in one room, well, there's, there's, what's the point? What's the point of filing a claim there if the only damage is to the ceiling in one room? You're talking about a piece of drywall and some paint and some, some more paint. There's not really much that you're gonna be able to do there. Uh, so you tell the client, say, hey, look, you have a policy here that you have been without filing a claim for I don't know how long, and there's no point in putting another claim on your insurance policy when you could just honestly, you know, keep paying your premium, you have no risk of your premium going up as of now, and, and just move on with your life. Call a contractor, call somebody to get it fixed, and, and move on. Um, so you assess what the loss is, you assess to see if it's worth it, and you assess to see any, if any mitigation needs to happen or if any, any repairs need to be done, and then you file the claim. How do you file the claim? You call the insurance company, you tell them about the loss, you give them the policy number, and they give you a claim number. Okay, and then that's step one. That's pretty much it. It's as simple as that. There's that's the first step process. Assess the loss, do any mitigation or repairs that are necessary, gather any documentation, take those photos as well, and file the claim. Just call the insurance company, and a lot of insurance companies out, you can even do it online. You go onto their website, you fill out the information, and then you get that phone call back. So, step two is you do. You get a phone call back from usually a field adjuster. A field adjuster will call you and say, hey, we're part of such and such insurance company and we received this claim and we'd like to schedule a time to inspect the property. There's your initial inspection. Usually you get that call within 24 to 48 hours after having filed the claim and you schedule a date that both of you could convene to meet at the property. Um, whether the insured is there or not is completely irrelevant. You are the public adjuster. Uh, you know all of the facts, you have all of the documentation, and you have all of the photos, and you have everything that the insurance adjuster and the insurance company needs anyway. So whether the homeowner is there or not, it really doesn't make a difference. Um, 
So you do the initial inspection and basically the insurance company adjuster is basically going to do the exact same thing you had done before. He's going to assess the loss, he's going to gather any documentation, he's going to take the photos. If you didn't feel mitigation was required but he does, maybe he calls mitigation out there. If you didn't feel a repair was required but he does, maybe he gets repair. He's doing the same thing that you're doing. He's just assessing the loss and he's putting something together. If it's a field adjuster or an independent adjuster, he's not in charge of making any kind of coverage decision. He's basically going to do what you did. He's going to put a file together, he's going to put an estimate together, and he's going to submit that to the insurance company. If it's a company adjuster that works on the field, well, you might be meeting the person that you'll be in contact with in negotiating a settlement for the claim. So that's, to me, that's always a lot better uh, because he's got eyes on it and he'll make the best, he or she will make the best claims decision. That's the best. Honestly, between you and between me, it, it's a pain in the butt dealing with company adjusters who, no offense, well, complete offense, doesn't matter. You're sitting in a cubicle, you're not out at the property, you're looking at some photos and you're making a coverage determination and a payment based on that. It's not cool, it's not cool. So it is kind of nice when you meet the company adjuster working in the field who's going to make the claims decision because you could sort of start talking about negotiations possibly right there or within a few days. So. That's the initial inspection. After the initial inspection, step number three is basically follow up. You're gonna follow up with the insurance company as much as possible. And step three also includes any kind of reinspections that may be needed or any kind of recorded statement from the from the insured that may be needed. Um, if it's a reinspection, you have to go out there again as a public adjuster to meet whether it be an engineer, a roofer, it's usually someone in the trades, it's usually some sort of expert that they want because you know we're just claims adjusters. We're in charge of putting an estimate together and negotiating. They might want to send a, a, an expert, like I said, to have their own plumber to go check it out, have their own roofer, have their own engineer, have their own leak detection company to find out where the leak is coming from. A million different ways that a reinspection can go, but um, you want to be there for that. Uh, it's a recorded statement. I always recommend as a public adjuster that you should be on the line with the with your client while the recorded statement is taking place. It makes your client feel a little bit better, feel a little bit more comfortable that he's got or she's got their adjuster sort of there backing them up. So follow up and reinspections are step number three. And then step number four, after all is said and done, that's when you get your coverage determination. That's when they're gonna tell you whether the claim is going to be paid or whether the claim is going to be denied and whether the claim is going to get paid and for how much that claim is going to get paid. Sometimes as a public adjuster, you have a chance to negotiate that. Sometimes they send you to hell and they pay whatever the hell they want. And then you have to file a dispute and file an appraisal or whatever the process, or go to mediation, whatever it is in your state requirements that they have. Uh, more, more often than not here in Florida is you file an appraisal dispute if it's not up to your liking or to a number that you are satisfied with. Obviously, there's a bunch of intricacies that go on. It's not just four steps, but in my opinion, just to break it down, it's four steps to the life of a claim. And then, after the four steps, once the coverage determination has been made, there is further stuff that happens, like disputing the claim or having to file a lawsuit with an attorney if you have to. So, a few different ways a few different ways that it can go, but for the most part, it's four steps. It's basically, um, signing the claim and filing the claim, the initial inspection, follow-up and reinspections, and coverage decision, coverage determination. So that's that. That's pretty much it. That's the life of a claim, pretty much. 
I'll do a video next time of what happens after the life of the claim. Definitely gonna do a video about the appraisal process because that, in my opinion, is probably the funnest part of our job as public adjusters. But for the most part, that's what you're dealing with. Uh, any appointments that you have as a public adjuster are usually going to be uh, initial inspections, signing of a claim, re-inspections, and bringing a check to a client, which is always the best part. But that's that. Comment below, please. Uh, if you have any questions questions about the life of a claim, I'd love to hear it. Uh, I'd love to help anyone out here. Uh, message me on Facebook, and I'll be happy to answer any of your questions that you may have about being a public adjuster, or if you're just a homeowner or a commercial building owner and is looking for some advice, I'm here to help. My name is Vince Perry, your commercial claims advocate. Peace.